So first things first, how are you? Good, good, you know. Um, been up pretty early in the morning, but, you know, we're here. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, before we get into the record, I, I, what I've wondered as I listened to the album, what is your fondest Christmas memory from, from when you were young? Um, I want to tell you, you know, the, the, the one that stands out in my mind is with my grandmother. I was raised by my grandmother and, you know, we we're from very poor neighborhoods. And I remember her taking me through the Christmas market, which we call it Grand Market. Mm. And um, her getting me like, a, 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 I remember a little, a little ball, you know, and she couldn't afford much. And another time she kind of got me like a, a fire engine, I remember, you know, so that's, those are my early and fondest memories, I think, you know. And now I think the what okay. no for for lately nowadays it's really the you know Christmas opening presents with my children in, in in my living room that's kind of a nice thing to do as 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 a grown person you know <laughs> right yeah now you're on the other side so that that's yeah 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 and am I right in saying that uh, the song Ragamuffin Christmas is kind of what what talks about this this uh, Christmas yeah. where you did yeah I mean. You know, Ragamuffin Christmas is really uh, uh, telling the story, you know, beautifully told by two of the greatest poets in um, in dancehall and reggae history, which is Junior Reed and Bounty Killer. You know, they they tell the story so uh, so well that you not just hear it, didn't just hear it, but you felt it. You know what I mean? So uh, it's really a story of, of you know, the, the people living in the inner city, mm-hmm. you know, um, told so beautifully by them, you know, and... Um, and then you could go to something like a holiday in Jamaica with Neo and you'd get in Christmas in Jamaica from a from a tourist standpoint, you know, mm. from a visitor standpoint. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's different little, it, it brings you to a roller coaster ride of emotions and um, scenarios and experiences in, in throughout the Caribbean Christmas. What was that like um, seeing these tourists come to Jamaica to celebrate their holidays. Uh, what was that like for, for the people in Jamaica themselves? Well, I mean, it's good. It's good all around because obviously they're enjoying something that we sometimes take for granted, you know, mm. you know, um, but you know, it's also good for the economy. It's, you know, a lot of people go out and they hustle for Christmas. The more tourists you have there, the more, the more chance of making a bread, you know. So it's 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 you know I don't I don't say I don't side to it, you know. Mm. And I I don't know if you ever had, but have you ever uh, celebrated a cold Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have a home here in New York, and okay. you know, I'm between New York and Jamaica back and forth all the time. So yeah. Okay, and then yeah. obviously I I can tell which you uh, which one you prefer. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the cool as much, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, it can be fun, you know. I've been here with my kids before, and you know they want to go Christmas shopping, and they want to go to all the stores, and you know they want to go ice skating and ice skating ring, and you know, yeah. So it's you know it can be funny. I mean, really, you know, when you're with the right people, man, everything is nice, you know. And you can have fun in a cemetery. You were the right people, and that that comes across, I think, very well on the album, where where it's all about uh, the people that you share it with, the, the kind of yeah. So, yeah. So, well, I mean, everybody that's collaborated on it are people are that are that have a relationship with you know. Mm. It's really relationships. It's relationship driven. 
No, but I, I can imagine that, especially for instance, uh, growing up in Kingston, then then it becomes even more important to have those people around you because there isn't much wealth. There isn't, you know. So so the yeah. people that are around you become even more important. Um, how did you experience that, and over the years? Well, you know, your life has changed as you go along. You know, you know mm. the, the boy I was then is not the, the person I am now. You know, man. You know, I still keep a close group of friends with me, you know, very tight clique of people, people that I have a lot in common with, people that we have fun with, people that we, we vacation together, you know, and hang out together and have a vibe with. So um, that is always good. You know, it's, it's everything is about keeping the energy up, you know, and if you have the energy and a positive, then you're good. And I mean, that's quite interesting as well, because uh, you've been in this music business for quite a while now and, and mm. saying keeping this energy up, what keeps you going? Because you've, you've been so active and even just last year with Sting and then it just keeps going. What keeps you motivated? I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it, you know, and, and it's really the fact that I really suck at everything else, you know, <laughs> but, but I enjoy it, you know. I, I enjoy creating. I enjoy, and I'm, I'm especially enjoying it now because I have a new group of people that I'm really enjoying creating and working with. You know, I'm, mm. I got Shane Wusong is a great producer. I got Martin Kirzenbaum is an, an excellent manager. Uh, I got Tracy who's the best publicist in the world. Um, you know, I got uh, you know, Assailant who is an amazing writer that I write with. You know, I got Grant who's a great uh, engineer. Uh, just, just the team of people that I have right now. I'm having a lot of fun. Right. Um, it, the energy is great. I can imagine for somebody who has accomplished as much as as you have, are there still goals that you're working towards? I mean, you, you know, it, it, I don't, I, I don't look at goals and accolades and stuff like that. To be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm put in a position that I represent a brand and I represent a, a, a genre. Right. And you got to realize that this isn't for you alone. You know what I mean? Everything I do is it has a snowball effect, you know? So, you know, I keep, I keep going because it provides food on people's tables. You know, I, I, I do it because it affects people's lives and in a positive way. You know what I mean? And every time I go out, there's a paycheck, you know, that paycheck is going to support a child that's got to go to school or college. And that child might be, the child that finds the cure for cancer. I don't know, you know what I mean? But you just got to keep moving and, and, and doing stuff that, because it, it affects people's livelihood, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you can use what was gifted to you um, to affect people's lives and, and change the course um, and, and uh, you know, change the cycle of things, then yeah, you know, make it positive. If we think about where you started as a musician, then was that always kind of the the motivating factor? Was that always kind of trying to lift people up? I like having a good time. I like I like making people smile. I like seeing smiles on people's faces. Yeah, but I didn't know what I was getting into music. I got into music because you know it made me popular, and I got chicks. <laughs> you know. And, you know, and I got to get into a club for free. I drank for free. I got, I walked out there with the hottest chick. I had a great time. And, <laughs> you know, and then you start to find that you're, you're thrust into a position that is a lot more meaningful. Mm. You know, you're not representing a genre. You now have to be breaking down barriers. You know, have, you're now responsible for 
people who are supporting your career that they're making a paycheck off you. You're, you know, you, you become a brand, you know, you, <laughs> and, and things, things become serious. Is, is that a lot of pressure then? Because I can imagine you kind of feel like uh, you're representing Jamaica as well. And, and so, so did that involve a lot of pr- uh, pressure on you as a person? I'm sure pressure, life comes with pressure, really. You know what I mean? And if you don't have any pressure, then you ain't doing much in life. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> But, and uh, like you say, well, uh, that's when you're younger, it's it's really exciting and then you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. But I've also mm-hmm. heard you speak about kind of the downsides of success and then kind of that material wealth uh, stuff. So yeah. when did that turning point for you come? There's downsides to everything that you do, bro. You know what I mean? Everything is about the pros and the cons. Everything is about the amount of value compared to the amount of bullshit you put up with. Mm. And whenever the bullshit start to outweigh the value, then that's when it's a wrap. Mm. You know? Um, as the person I am now is a different person I was 10 years ago. You sure. know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I evolved. The things that used to matter to me don't matter to me anymore. You know what I'm saying? And and you change. You know, if, if you're not changing, you're stagnant. You know, and You cannot achieve success without being comfortable, uh, without being outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know. And your your goal from that point every day in living is to trying to achieve comfort outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you'll see growth. Is, is that uh, maybe uh, partly why uh, you made that album with Sting? Is that just just to oh, add yeah. another element to to what you do? Oh, yeah, it's to push the boundaries of. Mm-hmm of my creativity you got to understand i'm always a student you know so i go wherever i go i want to learn i want to try things that i've never tried i want to be around people that are greater people than me you know i mean if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room (laughs) you know so i surround myself with 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 greatness you know i achieve i i strive for greatness and um you know uh It's just part of who who I've become, mm. you know. And I like challenges, and I and I like stepping outside my comfort zone and trying something that you know. I like to shock people. I like people to be like, "Yo, uh, what the hell is this?" Or, "Wow, you know, I, I would never seen would never have seen Shaggy in a crab suit dancing mm. as Sebastian. You know, I would never have seen Shaggy putting a Christmas album out with." Bounty Killer and Beanie Man, Bounty Killer and, and and Junior Reed on the same record, singing Christmas songs. I mean, these are things that are that are left field things that people are not seeing as cool, but you kind of have to create the cool out of it. Mm. And then now, am I right in saying that that initially you you were thinking of uh, doing this album together with Sting? Well, the idea started there because we we did a Christmas special. Mm. Um, last year with Disney. And that's when we started to talk about it because he did a couple, we did like Silent Night and Reggae. We did like Drummer Boy and Reggae. reggae and we was like, man, we could do a Christmas Reggae album. So I kind of took it serious and just started to write a, f- a couple of melodies at the top of the year. And I kind of shared them with him and he was digging them. So, you know, but then the pandemic hit and we figured we're going to, you know, it was last two months and we'll hook up. Hmm. But it kept going and he was stuck in England and I was stuck in New York. And then I ended up being stuck in Jamaica and then, It was clear at that point that it's going to be a you know a shaggy album. So I just started calling a couple of friends, you know, hollered at Neil, hollered at everybody else, you know, just kind of get it done. Did you have songs in mind already at that point? I started writing in 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 
March. Okay. Yeah, it started. Because uh, what were kind of the, the elements that you definitely wanted to touch upon in this album? Just my experience, my Caribbean experience. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I, what might seem as a little strange to you, you might listen to these songs and say, well, these ain't Christmas songs, but they're Christmas songs to us. Mm. And the Caribbean, you know, what, every, every Christmas, Christmas is about family, you know, and, and a big part of Christmas is the parties. You know, you got a lot of party because we got great, great weather. So there's always party, day party, there's night party, there's beach parties, there's white parties, there's, you know, bikini parties, whatever it is. You know, and all at these parties always have, you know, dance hall and reggae music that's played, you know, in a festive way. You know what I mean? And so I just made some party music with a Christmas theme, mm. you know, j just to rock with what with the way that we normally do it. Because have there been, and I'm not very well first in this, but have there been a lot of reggae Christmas albums? There's been a few, you know, um, I think Inner Circle had done one years okay. ago with Jake, okay. Jacob Mella. There's, there's been a couple of them. There, I don't think there's been a dancehall one, though. So this mm. is kind of the first kind of dancehall one. So is this, when you made this record, did you kind of envision how people would hear it? Did you kind of uh, think, well, I want people to go to a party and be able to listen to, to dance to this kind of music? Yeah, yeah. I, it was really about the parties in Jamaica. And, I, and you know, I know there would not be a lot of parties because of the pandemic, but they could have mm. their own party in their own home and just kind of catch a vibe and... I wanted them to be really catchy songs and, you know, I wanted them to have a classic feel to them that they could last for, for years and years to come. So, you know, and now we, we have our own Caribbean style music, you know, there's also a Christmas special that I'm putting out with it on Christmas day, Okay. you know? So, um, so that could live amongst our diaspora amongst us for, for years to come. Hmm. Is there, is there one song that uh, stuck out to you in particular? You know, each song is, is kind of made in a different feel. If you listen, it's like a, a roller coaster ride of emotions, sure. you know. Um, and they're, I'm really pleased with how everything really turned out. Um, you know, I like Warm and Easy, you know, because it's it's a little bit different, you know. And, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm singing in a different tone there. And, you know, I even like the classics, you know, I'll be home for Christmas, you know. I mean, I like that whole reggae vibe that I put on there, you know. I mean, the, the drum on board, we put some great, great music on there. And, um, Take you to the cool with me and Conqueror and, and Richie Stevens is just I like it because it talks about Jamaica as being the cool because if you think about Jamaica, you know, an island with three million people and the impact that it has had on on on, on the global culture is is pretty astonishing. You know, I mean, there's a cool factor that comes with being Jamaican or or, or with Jamaica. You know, you look at Katy Perry and you look at um, Lady Gaga. You know, everything that you're seeing there is Grace Jones. You know. Mm. So, you know, it's been such an impactful um, uh, country and culture, you know. So, you know, it talks about you, I take you to the cool. So this is the cool. <laughs> Let me go to, um, well, because what I find interesting then is because you mentioned kind of uh, when you started, you're kind of representing this, this whole group of people. So uh, now that we're in a moment of reflection, do you think about legacy and do you think about how you kind of... Um... I, I'm big on legacy. Okay. Yeah, I try, not to, I try not to live in the past. I think, that's, I think it's, it's right. dangerous to really reflect on the past and live into the past. It's very dangerous for your future. You know, a wise man told me that if you're in a car, the rearview mirror is this small. 
the windshield is this wide, you know? So why focus on the rearview mirror? You know what I mean? So I, I, you know, my thing is if there's a legacy to be left, it, it's going to be the fact that I've affected people's lives in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've changed uh, the course of their cycle, you know, from me making these songs or, or doing of impact in their lives or using my, my celebrity towards making a change in charities or whatever it is, or, you know, or, or inspiring people. That is what it, that's what I'm about. You know I mean? It's, it's, you know, I'm excited for the next thing. I surround myself with young people. I try to keep my fingers on the poles. You know, I listen new music, you know, I like some of it. I hate some of it, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm in the now, you know, okay. and I try, I try to stay in the now. What is something you heard recently that impressed you? I, I really like that Justin Bieber record with Chance the Rapper. You know, okay. Holy was one of my it's one of my favorites. You know, um, you know there 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 are a lot of there are a lot of songs out there that's that's cool. I like the new Busta Rhyme album. I think Busta did an amazing job, man. Uh, you know, he kind of found a way to bridge the old with with a lot of the new. You know, and create this really amazing hybrid sound that he did. You know, so I'm. I'm pleased on that so there's a lot of stuff out there like i like mm -hmm. billy eilish okay. you know i love i love what she's been doing you know i'm always been a big fan of bb rexa i love what she's been doing you know so okay and well saying you're you're you prefer to live in the now what are you uh well it's still christmas so you have this album to focus on but have you already thought about what what you want to do next Oh yeah, I'm on to the next thing already, man. Okay, <laughs> big it's, time, it's, big time. I'm need. Okay. I was in. I was in here at 5 a.m. this morning, and okay. cooking, you know, and doing a bunch of stuff. So yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of things that I have lined up for the, for the next year. This might be a difficult question to answer, then. But where does that need to create come from? Um, I think me creating right now is really because of the pandemic. You know, because I find myself with a lot of time on my hand. You know, but really when, uh, you know, before it was really about the touring. I really like, I really enjoy touring. Okay. That's why I got into music was for the, the live aspect. What was it? Was it the connection with the people? Yeah. The live aspect with, with, with the audience. Yeah. Right, the you instant know, that's feedback what, that you can. Yeah. Just the energy and, and just putting smiles, smiles. I like to see people around me have a good time. Okay. I like, you know, even if people come into my house, if they're not smiling, I want, to have things that's there. I want food. I want things to entertain. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gracious host, you know, I'm, I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to take your shoes off. I'll pour them a drink and, you know, we'll talk shit. You know, <laughs> I like that. What is the favorite, uh, your favorite uh, live show you've been to where you didn't perform yourself, but somebody else's show that you saw? Um, or one of the yeah there's a couple there's a couple of shows that i saw that I, that I really enjoyed you know i was on tour recently and i was watching um <clears throat> eve i really love you know just you know some of those songs really brought me back you know um you know just it, i like watching some of the older artists because of the fact that they, they bring me back through 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 memory memory lane you know and we're like ah yeah. oh, no I, I remember where i was when i was hearing this you know um I've had, it's hard to say because I haven't been to a show since over a year. <laughs> sure. It, it feels weird, right? Yeah, this feels weird. I haven't been to a concert, you know, I haven't seen anybody live. Um, 
you know, but before that we were, we were on tour with me and UV 42 and we, you know, mm. we had some fun with, with that too. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like some of the classic, classic one. I'd love to see, uh, I think one of the biggest artists I'd love to say, and it's going to be tough because she doesn't tour very much, but I'd love to see Sade. Okay. Yeah. That would be a, that'd be a, right. a concert I'd li- I'd really love to watch, you know, right. cause I, she's just been one of my favorite for years and, uh, she's iconic and you know those songs are, are are the the soundtrack of my whole life you know so finally then uh you mentioned kind of uh, wanting to to reach people and touch people and make uh, make them feel happy with, with your music um what does the making the music do for you what what does it uh kind of does it have a similar effect on you kind of does it help you understand the world does it does it make help i mean you know it, it's it, i write i try to write songs that's very relatable to people's lives you know and and the experiences that i've gone through makes me a better writer hmm. you know um and i try to put myself in people's shoes a lot you know okay. just kind of figure that out and so i could actually create a story you know and i'll take i i, I comb the internet a lot and look for sayings and little things that that really connect you know it's like a song that's you know i wrote a song that says if you're the last person in if you're the smartest person in the room in the wrong room and i had to turn it up <laughs> into a song i read something else that says uh you work hard you work so hard to make a living right don't forget to live mm. <laughs> you know and I actually on the wild god album i wrote that i work hard to make a living and god so focus on making a living I forgot how to live, 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 live. You know, I mean, it's just coming up with a lyrical, just ideas that is very relatable to everybody because sometimes we just be going. Well, final question then, because uh, one thing I've really gotten from a lot of uh, Jamaican music are those little kind of words of wisdom, those little sentences of wisdom. Is yeah. that something very Jamaican? Um. I just think it's your taste. You know, you're either going to be a person that want to just listen bullshit or you want to listen to music that, that, that relates, you know? And it, it all comes to the mood because if I'm in the club, I don't want to hear no fucking mood music. <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to hear that repetitive garbage that makes me just, you know, that dumb shit, that dumb down music. You know, I want to be drunk and, and, and saying some dumb shit, you know? Um, but if I'm, if I'm driving or if I'm on a mood where I'm on a plane or in a, in a vibe that I'm just on vacation, I, I, there might be different artists and different songs. Like, you know, like I listen to some Al Green when I'm driving. I love, I love Al Green, you know what I mean? Or, or Bill Withers, you know, right. when, I'm, when I'm rocking. But if I'm on vacation, I'm going to some Gregory Isaac, you know what I mean? Right. You know, or, or, cause I'm with my girl and, you know, I'm, I'm going to be fogging up the, the the windows for a while. I played me some Gregory Isaac for that, you know, or, you know, every time I'm smoking, I'm, I'm playing Bob if I'm smoking. Okay. You know, cause that, that, that the way family man Barrett, you know, how fam and them play that bass line and how it's, it's, you know, it's the thing with Bob Marley music, it's not hair music, it's feel music, you know? Mm. And you feel it, you know. So when I'm, it's a vibration. If I'm smoking and having a good vibe there, or I'm drinking, it's I want to hear that. So everything is mood is mood oriented, you know. Okay. Well, the, 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 
but Marley was kind of what I was thinking of when there was all there were always these sayings like every every day the bucket goes to well, one day the bu uh, button will drop out. Those kind of little yeah. sayings of wisdom. Yeah, man. I really took that yeah. from that music. Yeah, yeah, throw my con, but don't call no foul. You know <laughs> that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Bob was good at that of taking little old school saying. Hmm. You know what I mean? The mother tired for in the face can't get me out the race. You know what I mean? Shit like that. He's good. He was good at taking those and being very prolific. One of my favorite, if I have to, it's hard to say you have a favorite Bob Marley song sure. because you kind of like all of them. You know, he's he's probably the only artist in the world that you could say you like every song. Mm. You know, there's there's Beatles songs that I don't like. There's Michael Jackson songs I don't like. There's Stevie Wonder songs I don't like. But there's not a Bob Marley song I don't like. There's some I like more than some. You know what sure. I mean? So, and he's one of the few artists that you could say that about. Um, but one of my favorite is is War. You know, is how he took you know High Selassie mm -hmm. you know, speech and put melody to it and turn it into an iconic song that that is uh, has been so that has resonated so much, especially in these times uh, with Black Lives Matter sure. and what and the, and the protest that has been going on. Uh, it was very prolific for me, you know, and it's very, you got to be, as an artist, you got to be that person that got to be careful about what you're putting out right now, you know, because especially if you're a person of influence, you know, you want to make sure that you're influencing right. Well, well, one last thought then, and I know I've been saying this for a while, but um, what do you hope people take away from this new album, this Christmas album from you? Joy. Joy. It's 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 all about it's all about a smile on your face. It's all about feeling, you know, the pandemic has hit us so bad that you know, you think of all these kids right now, you know, they're they're glued to their little tablets, you know, fighting to have a and to keep their attention span. And you know, what are you gonna do? The pandemic is gonna take away our Christmas too, you know. I it, this album is there for you to tap into your holiday feeling. It's mm -hmm. to shock you, it's to make you be like, Oh shit, remember it's Christmas, remember you have kids, remember those kids need to look at 2020 and not see it as the worst fucking year in their life. You know, there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Excellent. All right, Shaggy. Thank you so much for your time. Right. Give thanks, my brother. Come on, respect. <laughs>